the blast from our past network. Hey everybody, it's your two favorite podcast hosts, Adam and Corey from Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, and we have something very exciting to tell you about. That's right. We have decided to take on not just Seinfeld, but also Curb Your Enthusiasm, exclusive to our Patreon feed. So that means every single month we go episode by episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And the fun thing is, I've never seen Curb Your Enthusiasm before, so I am super excited to go down this road with you, Adam. But even better, when you join at the Curb Your Enthusiasm tier, you also unlock the complete back catalog of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, totally ad-free. So you get Seinfeld, you get Curb, and you get Adam and Corey. What else could you want? I don't know, maybe to dip my bald head in oil and rub it all over your body? Uh, I'm sorry, Corey, that's another tier. We're not ready for that yet. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. All right, well, now back to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. Cartwright! Cartwright! Hello, Newman. This is so f***ing good! No good for you! These pretzels are making me thirsty! Not that there's anything wrong with that. Serenity now! He's a re-gifter! Well, let's start the insanity. Giddy up. Welcome to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are two super fans, super duper duper fans, super, super, super duper fans. <laughs> Giving you every single episode of Seinfeld back to back to back to back to back because we love Seinfeld and you love Seinfeld. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey, plus one wrap-up show each season. Yes, and that is what we are talking today. Season 8 wrap-up. And uh, yeah, we've got quite a bit to talk about, I feel. <laughs> I do, I do. I just added my numbers up and I was blown away, buddy. But the math don't lie, so I can't wait to, to get into it, my man. Uh, very curious uh, which uh, how we did that. But we'll get to that. Let's just talk some overall thoughts on the season to start. Um, this season had some really strong moments to it some iconic seinfeld moments for sure yeah you got you got the chicken chicken roaster man you got uh uh, mr marbles and the the big red giant and everything and i feel like you're the you're like the only person that like loves mr marbles guest tells i didn't i never gave a shit about mr marbles but Corey has always loved mr marbles is like is that a big thing for seinfeld uh or is it just Corey? I don't think it gets referenced that much, so I would say it's okay. probably more of just a Corey thing. Although the chicken roaster is a very high-rated mm. uh, uh, episode, but yeah, yeah, we also got like you know the little Jerry and little whatnot, Jerry. you know. But we also got some, ooh, some low ones too this season as well. We did, um, and that was something you know that we'll talk. We can talk about, but uh, you know, bring it up now, like. I had very few that were in that strong central middle. I had a, I had ones that were either high highs and low lows. Not like yeah. the lowest of the lows, but they, I had like a lot of ones that were in like that two and under um, or the four and up. Like yeah. I, I didn't have like that 3.5 to 
uh, three was just not non-existent, but it was few and far between. Yeah, especially because I'm looking at uh, my my list of episodes now, especially the first half of season eight. It goes, yeah, it's either a two or a five. Like it, it's yeah. so <laughs> all over the place. Things settle down a little bit here and there, but for the most part, you're right. It is a tumultuous season, I would say. Yeah. And I thought it ended on kind of a downer. Uh, my last three episodes were all in the twos. Well, it was a 1.5 and, and a two and a 2.5 or whatever, I think, were my last three numbers. But there were some really strong stuff in there. Yeah, as you already mentioned, the chicken roasters, um, the whole bizarro Jerry yeah. stuff was fantastic. Um, the foundation. I kind of got really disappointed that they dropped the foundation like halfway through. It just faded what away. Happened? Like yeah, there was, I, yeah, there was no like sort of conclusion to it, and I don't yep. think there's going to be a conclusion to it next season. Um, yeah. But yeah, it just sort of faded away, and especially since it started the season out as being such a foil for George, you know, mm-hmm. and everything. Uh, but then, then for George, things really went more st- like like like. Like not Steinbrennery. It's like they they left the foundation. Then George kind of was like in his sweet spot with the Yankees, and then uh-huh. they bring Steinbrenner back sort of at the end, you know, for for George's downfall. And then George, uh, you know, kind of when we talk leaves the Yankees like sort of unceremonious too. We don't really even yep. o- see off that. camera. Yeah. So. And- and can we talk Wilhelm? What the fuck was all that? Like you know, last season we thought we were done with was it last season or was it earlier yeah. this season yeah, yeah last i think season. it was last season yeah because yeah with the uh, with thought, the cultists or whatever yeah, yeah i can't remember what episode that was off the top of my head um because there's not an episode called the cults uh, the cultists but um we thought we were done with wilhelm and then all of a sudden he's just back he's just with them again and it's like oh okay um but then we never really got a good finisher with wilhelm like we had before it would have made so much sense so like they really kind of botched I feel they botched the Yankee stuff this season. Yeah, I, I think they don't. Re- they didn't really know where to take it, and you know, like, like you know, we got that episode, the nap with George, like having to build like a little, you know, thing under his desk, and that was mm-hmm. just, oh my god, that was terrible. Um, but like, yeah, dude. Like I actually liked George at the Yankees personally. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he it freed him up to do things because at the, you know at that point, once he was with the Yankees, we didn't really have any like money problems with George anymore. Like yeah. he couldn't like do things because of no money or something. Like George always seemed like a, a viable person, and he would bring things to the group now. Like oh, this happened at the Yankees or that happened. Like it really opened the storylines up. Now that being said, I'm very much looking forward to Kyuger and you know mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, play, play time. And, yeah, play I, I now. like that episode. Yeah, and all that play now. Of, yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, but I am curious to see next season if George is going to be a little bit more maybe chaotic because he doesn't have a stable job or whatever. But yeah, I, I and it was three years that he was with the Yankees. I think for us it was probably about what two seasons, maybe about two and a half seasons. But yeah. in his life, it was technically three years. Three so that's a long yeah. time that he was with the company. And I can straight up say I am so happy to basically be done with Steinbrenner. Yeah. One of my least favorite characters on Seinfeld. You know, when he is used sparingly as an extremely sparingly one scene, that's it. Then he's tolerable. The second I get more than that, I fucking hate him. 
I just, I don't find it funny. I think it's stupid. I think it's absurdist. And I think that actually fits kind of well with this season because we got wackier. Like with Larry David going, this is the first season without Larry David completely. And we've gotten wackier and wackier. I'm not saying we've jumped the shark because we have not. I don't think Seinfeld does jump the shark. Maybe on that last episode. That's where some people would say their only shark jump is (laughs) the final, the, the finale. Um, which I don't know if I agree with that, but but it's wackier, man. This the show is fucking crazier than it's ever been. And it was almost right out of the gate too with the Bizarro Jerry because mm-hmm. in that episode, as much as you and I very much enjoyed it, in that episode, it is an alternate reality. I mean, at the end of it, he does say like "Me love you guys." Like he quotes Bizarro, and and not <laughs> not like he's quoting it. He's like yeah. saying it implying that he is literally bizarro jerry and yeah dude i think that kind of kicks off the zaniness of this season uh where it has i think not one foot but maybe a few toes in an Mm -hmm. alternate reality that's just not the same as ours yeah yeah i absolutely would agree with that just getting kind of crazy and you don't and you didn't like any of that stuff not to say i didn't like any of it but i like a more grounded show and I like a more grounded Seinfeld. Right. And so you don't like Mr. Marbles, but you're okay with him saying unironically, me love you guys, right? You don't you don't have a problem with that. I had no problems with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because that is something someone might say just weirdly, but not a fucking doll running across the goddamn floor. Like <laughs> that's just not gonna happen. It's Kramer's world, man. It's Kramer's world. Who the hell knows? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um this season was the first to have the complete death of the stand-ups. Yes. Uh, last season, we did have a few. This season, absolutely zero stand-ups in it. Um, you know, and, and we got cold uh, opens uh, instead. Well, sometimes yeah. cold. Sometimes they they pertain to the story. Um, yep. You are were we're famously a bit more kind to the ones that that pertain I like to the said, story. I like how you said famously. Is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's that's a lot of people are listening to this. Um, <laughs> But like the to the seven people listening, yes, they know. And I I stick by this. The cold opens that have nothing to do with the story, fuck them. Get them out. I don't like them. They're stupid. I'd much rather have either a story bit that just fit with the story or a stand-up. Right. And actually, I liked a couple of the cold opens, but I will say that over time, they became less mm. interesting to me, and I would just... At the by the end of it, I would just rather that time spent on the plot, especially mm-hmm. since we talked about it before and it's been ramping up ever since. These last this last season is just it's every episode has so much crammed into it. It's oh, yeah. it goes by so fast. Uh, sometimes that's fine, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's it's no big deal. Uh, sometimes I do feel like there was we we could have had more room to breathe, or yep. I would have liked to have seen you know some storylines maybe get elaborated further. I also feel too we don't really we didn't I don't think we really talked about it but at this point now in the game everyone all four of the main characters are pretty much getting sort of equal screen time because at this point I would say the show is an ensemble it's not Jerry's show anymore I think it's an ensemble show and a little bit of that is to its detriment because first off I don't necessarily love episodes where Jerry's not the main character and he kind of just bounces around between other people's you know arcs and everything and sometimes it feels like 
they're forced to elaborate on on some st- on individual yeah. episode storylines because they have to give Elaine or they have to give Kramer what they need. Whereas earlier seasons, I feel like the story would just like the characters would be in it however that much they needed to be in that episode in order for them to tell the right story. So yeah. maybe it's just getting at this point, you know, next season is going to be its last season. Maybe it's just getting bogged down with just too many cooks in the kitchen, too many hats, you know, type of thing, too many, they have to appease too many actors, too many contracts at this point. Now, I'm not saying every episode is like that, but that could be some of, like, that could be the fault of some of the episodes. Yeah, Yeah, very possible. Um, One thing that I, I mean, uh, I just kind of realized, but uh, other than season one and two, which are extremely minimal, as we know, uh, this is the first season without a double episode. Oh. Uh, now, technically, season six didn't really have a double episode. The only double episode was the highlights, which went into two. So that's not really, but it was still two episodes considered yeah. by a lot of people. Um, this was the first one, and I'm not going to lie, I like the double episodes. Now, there is, this should not be an hour-long show, no. Yeah. But once a season... Give me something, a double episode. Something special. And something to make you feel like you're getting dude, a special bit that that season, you know? Some of our favorites. The Bottle Deposit. The Pilot. The Boyfriend. The Raincoats. Those are all fantastic episodes. And we got none of that. You know, nothing was fleshed out to the point where it needed two episodes. And actually, I should have brought this up in our last episode, which we, um, you know, The Summer of George. I think The Summer of George was ripe for two episodes. We wanted to spread out. Hell, the first episode is all Lyle and Jerry has to deal with that. And then the second episode is it's him and George and they're together trying to deal with that. Spread that fucking thing out. Now cut a lot of the other shit that we didn't care about. Yeah. Um, now guys, if you're not on the Patreon, check it out. You can hear us discuss uh, all the stuff that we liked and didn't like about the summer of George. Um, but I think there are definitely some of like, I miss that man. Like let there be a little bit of, breathing room for a two episodes uh for a for a two-part episode at least once a season yeah and and i completely agree with you and i do think that the summer of george would have been the perfect one Mm. to have as a two-parter here now we weirdly got a pseudo two-parter with the soulmate and then the bizarro jerry because elaine's boyfriend you're right kind of turns into it but it's it's not really a two-parter. It, it's just probably the most connected two episodes yeah. they've ever had, but they, they're very much singular episodes because because mm-hmm. he doesn't, her boyfriend doesn't act like Bizarro in the episode prior, you know? Correct. 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 So, um, something you brought up throughout this season, I didn't notice it at all, but you have always been on top of Julia Louise Dreyfus's pregnancy this yeah. season. Yeah. Now, whatever it is, man, I didn't pay attention to it and I didn't notice that they were hiding her her stomach and her pregnancy so much, but for you, you said you honed on in on it. Yeah, oh yeah, I could I could tell a mile away, man. And I think it also too is because dude, this was prime me reading Entertainment Weekly, you know? So 
this year probably I actually probably stopped around 97 98 when I started going to college and everything but probably from about 93 until 98 was prime EW for me um by the way RIP physical mag uh, that that Obi-Wan okay. Kenobi issue was the last physical mag uh, that they put out they're all uh, digital now oh, yeah. um but e- entertainment weekly was a big magazine for me so I remember all the Seinfeld stuff in that magazine. I remember them talking about her pregnancy and everything. And I remember in between every season, probably starting between between season six and seven, then seven to eight, and then you know uh, eight to nine. It was always, are they coming back? Are they coming back? It, they're in negotiations. They're they're doing this. They're doing that. So. I was inundated with a lot of behind-the-scenes Seinfeld stuff at the time that I guess you weren't, right? Like, I mean, you were young. You were watching some of these later seasons in real time. I I very much remember the finale, but that's about it. You know, maybe some of the other ones, like maybe I think the Frogger episode I remember, um, like watching, like, you know, at the time. But Seinfeld, for me— was very much a syndication show. Right, and for me, it was real time, and I was following the news in between seasons because I wanted to come back. But now that I'm watching it, yeah, season eight, you know? It's interesting, and you know, I, I I see where people were like, okay, maybe this should be the last season, and I'm and I'm curious. Oh to, wow! I, I mean, and and by the way, spoiler alert: my math doesn't lie. It's not one of my stronger of the of these last couple, you know, few seasons. Uh, even though it has such very iconic episodes in it that I personally will for always love. And I guarantee you, at least oh, a yeah. couple uh, episodes from the season will be in my top of all time Seinfeld shows for our series finale. We should probably do you. Should we do a top 10 top 10 episodes? Probably. Yeah. And a top and a top 10 bottom episodes or maybe a a bottom five or something, but a top 10 or something. We'll we'll figure it out, but I do want to fit, do it, figure it out. It's going to take some, some production for me to to do that because I didn't keep all of my records, but I will. (laughs) Uh, But I can tell you, man, I've, Fairly certain that the you know the chicken roaster is going to land in my top ten, um, okay. probably even top five. Uh, you know, it's just there was some good stuff this season, but there and there were no lows, kind of like the trip. But boy, oh boy, were there, uh, there some multiple, lows here? Multiple lows, yeah. Um, so. I you know before we get into that, I actually I want to revert back to Elaine's pregnancy. I think they did a good job of hiding it. Now, I've seen other shows. Maybe I've been more cognizant of it. I will throw out uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine um, with uh, Santiago. Amy's, yeah. Yeah, Santiago's uh, pregnancy. It's It was obvious. Now, granted, maybe she held more of the weight in her face, and it was just more obvious that way. And they were just, like, very obviously kind of, like, blocking her stomach in some things and put her in, like, a non-detective's uniform, put her, like, in hiding in a, yeah. uh, you know, like an actual, like um, – you know, uh, a patrol uniform or, instead. Or when Chelsea Peretti was so obviously pregnant yes. on that show. She- oh God. Yes. That was, yeah. yeah. She, she, you could tell she's a very skinny person. And yeah. then like, she had some weight. I never still, even after you called it out so many times, I never noticed Elaine's, Weight, uh, weight gain or her pregnancy, not once. And of course, I'm. I was never calling it out to be like, oh, look at that. It was just like, oh, that's interesting yeah. factoid. If anything else, that was it. You know. Yeah. Hey, everybody, Corey here. I just wanted to let you know that we'll be right back after these short messages. Hey, everybody. I'm Tim, and I'm Dean. 
and we're the hosts of Talking Back. We're a retro-based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more. Check us out every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative. Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? Then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found. I'm John, and I'm the host of Action Action. Every week, I'm joined by James. hey And Dustin. Hello. And each week, we review, debate, and rank a different action movie. We're creating the ultimate list of action movies. From awful to awesome. So if you want to hear three more white guys with beards talk about action movies. And argue about where they belong on our list. And decide you hate us because we made fun of your favorite movie. Join us every Tuesday, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. And Steven Seagal mm. is a joke. <laughs> All right. Talk a little bit of numbers here. I just want to, uh, I'm going to start off with um, the highest uh, viewed episode and the lowest viewed episode this season. Nothing crazy. I don't know if I've actually talked about this more often, but like the, uh, the most like the biggest Nielsen ratings. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. And actually, I'm kind of curious if that'll tie in because with you did the IMDb. I have the IMDb use. Yeah, I have um, top four because uh, a couple of them are the same okay. you know, rating, right. and they have to have the bottom three. So I'll be curious to see where the overlap is there. Yep. So the episode least viewed was the Millennium. Okay. Uh, with uh, 29.3 million viewers, and the highest viewed was the Money. Oof, thirty-seven point three four. That's interesting because on IMDb, the money is the lowest user-ranked episode of this season. And I remember the money not being a particularly good episode. I don't uh, uh, remember off the top of my head. What that my was score e- that was episode twelve. I gave it a three, um, which is yep. a, a little bit better than middle, but um, it's and the. I lo- gave it a th- 3.5. Yeah, and and yeah, the the IMDb users gave it the lowest one of a 7.8. Wow. Not that it matters wrong. because there's yeah. worse. Fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and I'm curious though for the most or the least viewed uh you said was the millennial. I I'm curious yeah. what was on maybe that night, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yep. That would hey, be this, fun to go back and find out. Would be curious to see exactly what uh what did well that that night. Uh, do you want me to just, since we're talking about people that aren't us, I'll throw out the IMDb. Uh, let's do it. Let's yeah. let's talk IMDb stuff. Yeah, so we'll, we'll go the lowest, because I already mentioned that. They gave The Money, uh, episode 12, and then tied for like 8 out of 10 um, is the Van Buren Boys and the Soulmate are the two that uh, uh, round up the three. And for the top four, mm-hmm. three of them all have the same rating of, of a nine, and that's the yada yada. The abstinence and the chicken roaster, but a nine point one, the the most highest rated episode of this season, the Bizarro Jerry. Gotcha. Okay. Which I'm happy about because that's probably the most, well, not the most, but one of the most Superman episodes in the series. It's it's the most Superman episode this season, and it's yep. it's a small handful of collection of Superman themed episodes from the series. Well, all right, then uh, I'd like to transition this. Straight to the uh, the top three, and then we talk the bottom three, and then we can talk about our overall season averages. How about that? Yeah, of course. Of course. All right. So my top three fits really well with the people. I am a man of the people. I'm a people person. Everybody loves me, um, of course. <laughs> but 
my my top three, my number my number my third my third favorite is the yada yada. My second favorite, the chicken roaster, and the only one I gave a five this season to, the Bizarro Jerry. Ooh. And so mine fit really well with the IMDb ratings for the for high of this season. And mine too, buddy. Um, my number one and number two are tied, so I pulled four. Um, my fourth uh, with a four point five is the yada yada. Uh, my, uh, third with a 4.5 is the chicken roaster and then tied for the number one spot is the bizarro Jerry and the little kicks. There you go. Well, question, um, uh, episode four, the little kicks. What did you give that one? I gave that one a 4.5. Okay. So, so it's still pretty high for you. Exactly. I, we do something different. You kind of, you know, if I have a multiple, I actually had five 4.5s this season. Like I had one five. Five four point fives, but I go through and kind of in my head, I actually give them like a rank. Like, oh, okay, I think I like this one a little bit better than that one, and so I give it a top three. But you're uh, a pussy, and you just like allow them all to be on your list. <laughs> well, all right. So of the two, if I had to cut uh, one out, I would give the Bizarro Jerry as my number one with a five, okay. and then of the Chicken Roaster and the Yada Yada, I would take the Chicken Roaster over the Yada Yada. And that's exactly what I did. Yeah. I, I put chicken roaster over yada yada. Little kicks I probably had in like, is like in a number four, if I had to say. And it's interesting because you and I have had some actually pretty big point disparity yeah. in this season, but I, our top, but our yeah. top three or four are actually pretty similar, which is kind of interesting. And I think it was last season when we had like a really big disparity. I think. Well, it's also Curb. We had our biggest one with Curb, and then uh, like yeah. a two point one. But then I think in here we had a one point five disparity, which well, is pretty big. Man, we we rate so many, I get confused. I know, we have so I many know. podcasts that we talk I know. about. But but so, you yeah. and I pretty much, I think. We are in general consensus with the viewers and everything. We yes. could all agree. The Bizarro Jerry's freaking awesome. The oh, yeah. the chicken roaster's freaking awesome, and the yep. yada yada's freaking awesome. Freaking awesome, yeah, exactly. And then I had a four point five for the little kicks. Yep, and I had a four point five for uh, two other ones on top of that. Fuck, so some some really solid stuff. This yeah, season. and then for so, the the low end of things, yeah, some of the not solid stuff, which there was plenty of not. Like, super strong stuff. Yeah. Uh, start us off. Yeah, I, I have a crossover. Um, so my lowest, well, actually, they're all tied for 1.5, but I'll put them in the order that I dislike them in. Um, my least favorite fucking episode this season was the Van Buren Boys. I oh, did, really? I did not like that episode I remember, all. Like, you know what, that must have been on one of our big disparities. I, I'm going to look at ahead. I think it might yeah, have been. Well, I episode, that one episode as, uh, 14, oh, what did you give it? 2.5. So okay. I thought it was middle of the pack. Okay. Um, next one uh, I would give that I dislike probably more so is the Millennium. I gave that a 1.5. And then my third mm-hmm. least favorite is the Nap, which is interesting because it has a quote in it that I personally love, yeah. which is uh, empty calories and milk curiosity, eh, Georgie? Which I love yeah. that line, but it's not oh, enough yeah. to save that episode well, from being trash. Well, trash, and and we say this all the time, trash for Seinfeld is not trash for trash. Exactly. (laughs) I would would still watch the nap over over choosing to watch, like, any episode of... Yeah, Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. Fuck that. I'd watch watch the pilot. I'd watch the... the, the trip, trip over yeah. that shit. <laughs> um, actually, all right, so we had some similarities. My third least favorite was the Millennium. Uh, my second least favorite was the Nap. And my least favorite, and all three of these had a 1.5. I had three 1.5s this season. All three of these had that. But I gave my least favorite to the Andrea Doria 
Oh, um, yeah. I just, I did not care for that episode what all number, that much. What number was Andrea Doria? Uh, that was number 10. Number 10, 10. I gave that a, oh my God, I gave that a four. That was the biggest a one. four? There. Holy Christ, that's a 2.5 difference. That was the biggest one. That's the one that took the cake right there. Holy shit, you loved that episode. Yeah, man. I'm surprised we didn't have more, like you know, like bigger distances than that. Like that was rare for us to be that far apart on things. I think you love that episode only because you have gone through seven Seinfeld. Yeah. Or seven seasons of of Seinfeld of Cartwright talking about the fork in the head. And even though that that (laughs) moment was nothing, nothing, you decided, fuck it, I love this moment. I'm committing. I'm fully committed. And you know what? I guarantee you, you're right. It's probably one of those things where it's probably not that high for me, but I I committed. I had to commit, and I went fully on nostalgia (laughs) on that one. (laughs) And yeah, guys, I am... I'm happy to put to rest uh, uh, that that whole like anticipation for it because it was a little bit of a letdown for old old Corey here. Not even a little bit. It was <laughs> off camera. It was nothing. It was worthless. Oh man, just goes to show you, man. Imagination, bro. Imagination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug. And buddy. Can we talk about the, the the actual rating, like our overall rating? Because yes, my mind want to go first. Fucking, yes, my mind was blown. Uh, Adam watched me do the math. I did it fucking multiple times, and for me, this season averaged out lower than see both seasons six and seven at an overall rating of a three point two. So I'll give you what my season. Um, I'll give you what my other ones are. Hold yeah, on. yeah. So just real quick. Uh, since I just mentioned it, season six, I gave a 3.61 season, uh, seven, I give a 3.54 and now I'm giving this a 3.2. So, wow. wow. I told Adam, I was like, Oh my God, (laughs) where does this stand in, in all of your seasons? Do you know? No, or do you not keep gotta, that math? I'd have to do. I'd have to dig a little bit deeper to uh, find that you, stuff. You're yeah. not. Corey is not as good at keeping no. his notes as I am. No, I'm. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm not precious about my content. Once I edit something or whatever, and I, I edit Cartwright and everything. Once I'm done with it, I am done. <laughs> it's out there in the world, and I am done. <laughs> and I, I came from a world of. Uh, uh, video editing mm-hmm. and whatnot. So in my mind, you have to media manage things and you have to keep everything yep. organized. So because you never know when you're have to gonna have to go back and find that footage or go back and find that stuff. And so I have everything easily accessible where Corey doesn't give a fuck. No, and I mean that's dude. You you are a true editor. I mean, look, yeah. look in uh, in Rogue One, we wouldn't have had those alternate takes from Gold Leader and everything if they didn't yeah. keep that footage from A New Hope and everything. So, dude, I I commend you for it. And guys yeah. and gals, I will do my homework for our series uh, finale. It may just take me a whole week of actually listening <laughs> back to the show. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. All right, so uh, my breakdown. I I wholeheartedly agree with you. This season, high highs, low lows, not much in the middle to like be the glue for this season. But uh, I ended up, and I I'm, I seem to be a little bit more of a harsher scorer than you, just a little bit. I gave this one. The math turned out to a three point one six. Okay, so pretty close, yeah. not far from the three point two. But that made it my third top season of Seinfeld 
So by far, my favorite is season five with a 3.69, a big drop to season seven, which is the previous season as my second favorite with a 3.36. And then this is my third favorite season of Seinfeld, according to the math. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's dude. I'm happy about that because this is like, (laughs) I'm so fucking shocked. Six and seven. I was so looking forward to some, some big stuff from here, Um, you know, but. And that same token, I'm looking forward to some big stuff in the next season, too. Uh, We have Festivus. Like, holy fucking shit. Maybe one of the most famous episodes of Seinfeld ever. Yeah, we have uh, some massive episodes. All right. Going to throw out the Serenity now. I cannot wait. I, I... some of them, I'm expecting that to be a five. Will it be? I don't know, but I'm expecting it, it to- just off the name. Totally. The Merv Griffin show. I'm expecting that to be like a 4.5 or something. I, I, I We'll see. Okay, I see, remember really liking it. See, I remember not liking that episode, so I'm curious to see where it lands for me. Okay. Um, we have got The Wizard. Is that the Wiz? Did we already have him? No, no. This is it. This is the this Wiz. Is, yeah. I'm the Wiz. I'm yeah, the so Wiz. We've got the Wiz. <laughs> uh, the Frogger. I remember yep. that one. I remember that one, I expect one that one to be a high raider. Um, and then we have the Puerto Rican day. Now that is an episode that is highly loathed by many people as potentially the worst episode of Seinfeld, which is actually the last regular episode of Seinfeld and people hate it. Yeah. And Adam and I were talking offline about how we were like, I don't really remember hating that episode. So I am curious to watch it. I guess it's on Netflix because I know it's a bit problematic in in parts or people claim that it is. Again, I don't really have negative thoughts about that episode. Now, we do know that Adam's least favorite uh, uh, side characters rear their heads in in that episode. So we'll see how that drags it down. Bob and Cedric can go fuck them. Fuck Bob and Cedric. Uh, The ribbon. (laughs) Fucking hate those guys. I would never... Let them physically intimidate me or just intimidate me, period, because they're just awful people. <laughs> I hate them. I would beat the shit out of them. If they if they threatened violence to me, I would physically destroy them. And and you could. And you you could. Kramer, I don't know if Kramer could, but I could, I well, you could saw definitely him beat see up you some kids. It. He beat up kids. He could he he might be able to beat them up. <laughs> oh man, and that you know what? That happened this season too, and like we don't even talk about that episode. That kind of just sort of faded away too, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, but that's fine. I don't need Kramer continuing karate. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> that's not a big deal. <laughs> that's, true. that's That's fine for a one-off for me. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But, yeah. dude, I, I will tell you this. I'm not going to go into season nine saying it's my favorite season ever because I've been wrong on the past two seasons. So I'm just going to yeah. be quiet and let the math tell me what I think of the season. Ooh. Oh, we also get the strike. Hey, no bagel, no, ba- no bagel, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel. That's on this one too. Yeah, yep, oh, the same Festivus episode. Yep, that's yeah, the yeah, Festivus. Yeah. That's with the the girl Jerry's girlfriend is Two Face in that episode. And oh, that's classic. Yeah, that is classic. Fuck. That is classic. Now, I will say, I do watch Festivus. That I watch that episode every year, so I I do remember <laughs> it. And I will say, okay. it's not a perfect episode. I don't think I'm going to be ranking it like a five. Okay. All right. Curious. Yeah. We'll see how things go. But yeah, man. Um, but yeah, you know what? I think season- I, I I will say this of while we're just wrapping up the what we're most yeah. excited about next season, Serenity Now. I think yeah. will yeah, be yeah, yeah. what I'm probably most looking forward to because 
that's such a highlight Frank episode, Frank Costanza episode. And yep. I mean, let's all agree. We all say it like it's become completely a part of, you know, the zeitgeist of the culture. Yeah. But I also tell you, I like Kramer's uh, Anytown USA uh, storyline. Oh, I know. Too. Love Anytown USA. <laughs> I mean, we get Lloyd Braun back. Lloyd for that Braun, one, baby. So Matt McCoy. Love our Matt McCoy. Hashtag the real Lloyd Braun. That's right, um, baby. Yeah, I'm, I'm particularly curious to see. And there's some other ones that I just don't remember. I remember, actually, I remember the cartoon not being funny. That's the Ziggy episode. The Ziggy, I yeah. just remember, like, ah, I don't remember that one being particularly strong. Um, the Butter Shave, I don't remember being a great. And that's going to actually lead us off. That's the thing is, like, I'm curious because a lot of the first episodes I love. And maybe it's because we take a week off and then we come back and it's like, oh, man, I'm so ready for Seinfeld. But, like. I don't remember that one being great, but maybe it is. Oh, we'll see. Oh, God. Episode four, The Blood, is the Mandelbaum's back. I the Mandelbaum's come back? I see in the picture. I don't right even here, remember the, that. The Blood. I see in the picture, fucking right here, Mandelbaum, right there in, in I don't the even. Picture. I do. Oh, my God. I can't. I, I'm so curious because I don't remember them in a second episode. Me neither, but it is the one where uh, 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 I think Jerry gets Kramer's blood in him, and I like that. Oh, I, that I remember. So that I remember. I just don't remember the Mandelbaums. Yeah. So I, you know, there's gonna be some. I think there will be some good stuff in here. I think it'll be a decently ranked season for us. But I'm yeah, not going to go get, out on any fucking limbs right and now. <laughs> we are going to get the reverse episode. Um, I can't remember the betrayal, which one. The, call the betrayal. betrayal yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I remember liking that one. Some people hate it. I'm curious to see how it goes. Now, Spoiler alert. The uh, user ranking on IMDb for the betrayal is very high. Okay. All right. Cool. Now, for Corey's enjoyment, we're going to have to pay attention is she wearing a bra? Is the brawless wonder dude, actually brawless? Dude, at this point, we can we can say the brawless wonder is only brawless in one episode, and she's been in five. They need to yeah. just call her Sue Ellen Mischke at this point. Don't even use the brawless wonder moniker anymore because it's an insult to me and all the other <laughs> lovers of brawless wonders out there. I do love a brawless uh, wonder. I love yeah. a Sue Ellen Mischke too. I love a Brenda yeah. Strong man. <laughs> yeah, well, we she's know. a great Star Trek leader. <laughs> yeah, yep. Oh and no, no, was it? Was she started? She was in Starship Troopers, and she was one of the. She was um, uh, Denise Richards' like captain of her. Yeah, spaceship, and she dies, and then yeah, she gets cut a... in half by Dor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I just watched that the other night. I love that fucking movie, man. No. But regardless, man, uh, you know, as far as like how this ranks up with with season six and seven and whatnot, like I'm still going to remember this season fondly, you know, and and especially for the strong episodes that we had in it. But I am a little bit shocked at how much of a roller coaster was. Those words have come out of my mouth before. You guys Mm -hmm. have all heard it. Um, So I guess my last question to you, Adam would you rather a season be more chock full of like, you know, 2.5s to 3.5s? Or would you rather have more fives if it also meant you had more like 1.5s also? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think, and I, I don't know, I feel like this is not the answer that most people would give, but I'd probably give for like, I like the regular consistent quality. Steady. Like give me quality every single time as opposed to like, yeah, some great stuff and then some stuff that I'm just like, Really? That? Like, I like a good, consistent show. And I think that's probably why season five is my number one, because I I felt it was so consistent um, where this one, yeah, was all over the place. And, and 
Not to say I dislike it. Fuck yeah, we say it every time. It's fucking Seinfeld. It's yeah. good stuff. But yeah, I like uh, give me give me a strong, consistent show. Yeah, those those one point fives are real bummers sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they really fuck yeah. Like goddamn. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's fucking true. <laughs> I can't believe you gave the Andrea Doria a four, motherfucker. That was not a four. Go back and watch it. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I love talking about this season with you, buddy. I uh, don't really think there's really anything else we can put on the table. We've, we've talked about every single episode for almost an hour. So uh, yeah. for almost twice the, the length of, of the actual show itself. So I think we put everything on the table. So, so it's time to just say, and we've said it before, but thank you guys. Y'all are listening to our show go on for longer than an episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. And some of y'all has stuck with us since the fucking since the beginning. Like, beginning. <laughs> Insane. And you are still through eight seasons. Yeah. Holy fuck. Like that is amazing. That is a massive honor that you guys are still listening to us. There, we've put out longer content than Seinfeld has put out. <laughs> You're yeah. actually listening to it. So thank you guys. It's insane. It's awesome for everybody who supports us on Patreon. We love you. You guys have made this absolutely worth it. You've you've kept us motivated and invested, um, and you've kept the lights on. And without yeah. that help, we really couldn't do it. So a huge, huge thank you to everyone who has joined the Patreon. Yes, thank you all so much. Uh, and you might have noticed that Adam and I have kind of slowed down or not really mentioned about what show we're going to tackle after this one, and it's because... We kind of we, we see the way after shows are going. We do mention that and how the celebrities are kind of just doing their own after shows now. So as of right now, I think we're kind of just leaning into Curb. We'll just we'll, we'll do after Cartwright, mm-hmm. we'll do Curb. But we have a whole season, so we'll we'll keep figuring it out. But right now, we're kind of just leaning towards Curb once we're once yeah. we're done with Seinfeld here. I, I think we're gonna finish off Curb. And then we're going to figure out what's next after that. Yeah. And then that'll be um, a while do... too. So exactly. We're not going to continue curb and another show. Yeah. We're just going to continue our Patreon exclusive curb until that show runs its course. And then we're going to figure out what's next for us. Yeah. And, and honestly, we have some fun stuff planned like for the finale of Seinfeld, um, Adam and I are actually going to try to record an episode face to face. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. I mean, we're going to finish this. This is you know we're one season away from being done. This is like an accomplishment that you and I have like done together as as a team as a fr- as friends. Yep. So we're we're going to try to bring you guys some fun stuff um, at the end of season nine, and we actually have some other surprises up our sleeves too. But uh, exactly. you know, but we yeah. do have a full season to go through first, and uh, we're but nothing would make me happier than to finish on your face yes. or with your face yes. or whatever, either whatever either. I say, but near your face. <laughs> either or, either or. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to have some fun and honestly, can't wait to uh, dive into season nine with you, yeah. Adam. So we're going to take a week off like we, we always yep. do. And uh, we're going to go right into season nine. So and I'm excited, man. I honestly, as of this moment, I have no clue where it's going to land in my best of seasons. It could be anywhere. Anywhere. This this season nine is just 
completely up in the air for me, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So I reiterate everything Adam said. Thank you all so much for your love and support. Thank you for all the five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for all the supporters on Patreon. Thank you for all the five-star reviews on Spotify as well. We appreciate mm-hmm. every single one of you all. And we can't wait to finish this journey out when we start Season 9 in two weeks. And until then... Serenity now? Sure. <laughs> summer of George? This is supposed to... Oh, fuck it. Yes, it's the summer of Adam and Corey. I don't know. Yeah. Until then, yada, yada, yada. There you go. everybody i'm Corey, and i'm zach and we're the hosts of podcasting after dark a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s often found on hbo and cinemax you know the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid you can find us every other week on apple podcasts spotify podbean and stitcher this is what you want this is what you get Have you been wondering where's the beef? Well, on our podcast, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you might just find that out, as well as some other things about the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're a nostalgic-based trivia show that pits two challengers head-to-head in a duel of the decades, with categories ranging from movies, TV and music, to slang, food, and fashion. You're sure to get the best in retro-themed trivia. So strap on your jelly shoes, grab a surge, and walk like an Egyptian to your favorite podcast app and check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. I heard even Mikey likes it.